The government can't make your life better. No politician can make your life better. The only one who can make your life better is you. By making goals and then taking active steps to do something to accomplish those goals. Now, however, the government can absolutely make your life worse. The government makes your life worse by taking your money, lying their way into wars, spending our money that they confiscate from us, being irresponsible with the money that they confiscate from us, putting us $31 trillion in debt, engaging in proxy wars. Regardless, everything the government touches gets worse. So AOC is calling for the Biden administration to just ignore court rulings. It's not really surprising coming from communists because they don't believe in the rule of law. But tell me how we're not on the verge of a civil war. We have active members of Congress saying publicly that we should ignore court rulings, but we're not on the verge of a civil war. This is how you break down a society. You ignore court rulings that you disagree with. What AOC didn't think about, because she doesn't really think too much, is that what happens if there's a Republican administration and they decide that they don't like a court ruling from some liberal loon and they just ignore it. Imagine what she would be saying. She'd be calling everybody fascist. Now on her side does it because she's righteous. Did you know you could get indicted for paying your attorney? Like your attorney sends you an invoice and you pay it, you could get indicted for that. Just happened to Donald Trump. He made payments to his attorney. But he said that's a crime because the payments are associated to another crime that you either committed or were planning on committing. Except that he never specified what that other crime was. And when asked about it, he said that the law does not require him to provide that. The indictment doesn't specify that because the law does not so require. Well, I'm sorry. That's not going to cut it. On a case that's as high profile as this, involved with a former president, you better bring the goods. I'm calling for the arrest of former President Barack Obama for war crimes and murder in the first degree for the 2011 murder of Abdul Rahman Anwar Alawaki, who was a 16-year-old target of a 2011 drone strike in Yemen. Yemen, which is a country that is not in the area of U.S. operations, war crime number one, as he sat in a civilian restaurant, war crime number two. You cannot kill American citizens without due process, let alone a juvenile American citizen. Barack Obama needs to be prosecuted for war crimes and for murder in the first degree. Now, for anybody who's going to defend this action, be careful about what you're about to defend. If you're going to defend this, you're defending the U.S. government being able to murder American citizens without due process. Well, China, India, Brazil, Russia, they're all not relying on the U.S. dollar anymore. China is positioning itself to become the reserve currency of the world. If the U.S. dollar no longer is the reserve currency, we are in some deep trouble. The value of the dollar will plummet. Whatever money you had is basically worthless because we're $31 trillion in debt. You think Biden inflation is bad now? Wait until that happens. We got some hard times ahead of us. Armed guards or teachers in schools, there's two main points that people are overlooking. Number one, the mothers of America will not have it. They cannot imagine a world where their children are going to school with armed guards. It's going to traumatize them. I will never forget that winter morning as I watched our girls, just seven and 10 years old, pile into those black SUVs with all those big men with guns. The only thing I could think was, what have we done? Second of all, teachers, guards, 90% of people are not prepared to take a life. And that's true for the police. Look what happened here in Uvalde. Same thing happened in Parkland. It's been true for professional warfighters in the military in every single war throughout history. World War II, World War I, going back to Civil War, Revolutionary War, 10% of troops that saw combat were able to engaged the enemy. The other 90% became runners, or they gave their ammo to people who could actually shoot. And then in Vietnam, the number rose from 10% to between 20 and 30% due to more realistic training. Before the average civilian who's going to be armed, they will not have the guts to pull the trigger when the threat presents itself. 
And that's a fact. There's one thing that unites the Republicans and the Democrats together, and that's a good old-fashioned PSYOP. And it amazes me how so many people still can't see it after so many years. They pick somebody or something to be the boogeyman. They push all the propaganda of why they're bad and why they need to be taken out or why they need to be banned. Then they pass some type of legislation to either authorize going to war or giving billions of our money away to spread democracy or for national security or for public health. So resistant to change in this country. Can you believe that there was people in our military that were opposed to tanks because they would rather ride horses through the woods. And there was a time when people thought that the radio was ruining people's minds because they're not reading anymore. They're just sitting around the radio. Then the same thing when TV and movies came out, they were really far in the brains because now they have visuals and now they're giving them subliminal messages through commercials and whatever else. And then the internet came out, forget it, computers. You got these kids on these chat rooms and doing all this weird stuff on the internet. And now people could research things on their own. Now we sit here and people are getting mad at TikTok dance videos and think that China is watching their keystrokes and getting their bank information. 